0: bring
1: that ah! <laughs> there was such genuine panic in your voice
0: <laughs> i had a, am a little hopped up i just had a latte and then i biked home and listened to brother oh, ali Wow! Uh, yeah Ugh. yeah i'm gonna take a breath and you you do some talking i'll be over here unwinding how do you know she told me she Hi, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, is Catherine Kogart. Hey, Tim. And, uh, Catherine, you had something to say?
1: I did. So I got this idea from a commercial, which, you know, I feel, it kind of makes me detest myself, because I'm the type of person to do that. Um, but, and I, since we're on this whole talking about commitment path, I'm just gonna bring up the subject with you to see how you feel about it, as a concept, and both for you personally. Okay. Tattoo wedding rings, what do you think?
0: Oh, the worst.
1: The worst? Why the uh,
0: worst? I, it's a total bias thing. I just, like, when I was, I don't know, like six, my mom would, like, point out people with tattoos and be like, they shouldn't have gotten tattoos. <laughs> like, you know, that's on your body forever. And it's just stuck. It's one of those things. It just stuck with me. Like, when I think about tattoos, I'm like, yeah, that seems cool. I don't see why you shouldn't do that if you think about it and you want mm-hmm. it. But I could just never get a tattoo. I mean, my mom would be so disappointed with me.
1: I, um... You know, I feel the same way. Um, I don't have piercings. I tried them and I didn't like them. So now I just have scarred ears. Oh. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so I, I like... I think it's kind of strange. I'm totally fine with people getting it and I'm not going to judge anybody. Like, I would go get a tattoo with, like... Be with a friend while she got a tattoo. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm supposed to do that sometime in the next year or so. Um... But I think it's that's kind a pretty of a...
0: big appointment. It's a wide-ranging. <laughs> that's that's worse than a cable company.
1: It's... We're going to do... She knows what she wants. But I she's said. just going to get drunk one night. We're going to do it. So it's pre-planned, but also not pre-planned.
0: <laughs> I feel like this really... This really is a special kind of logic unique to, like, the well-educated 20-something. It is. The, like, idea of, like, okay, I'm going to mix, like, responsibility with I should be f***ed up. Like, and this seems great. like... Oh, my God. I don't think anyone else does that. They're either far on one side where they just make stupid decisions, or they're only on the other side where they're just like, no, doesn't seem like me.
1: <laughs> that's just her.
0: <laughs> no, I, it's a lot of people. I really, I really do think... this. Yeah. I I, I just had a moment of clarity that no, this is... No, that's totally yeah.
1: it. You're a genius. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh,
1: okay, so... My point is, I think it's kind of weird that we as a society are like, oh, let's inject ink in our skin and poke holes through ourselves and that's going to be like a fashion thing. That's, well, that's sure. it's weird to me, just as a concept. Mm-hmm. Like I walked into a foreign land and this is like the weird thing that they do there. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, but I think if you're going to get a tattoo, it's I think it's nice that it represents a permanence, you know, I think that's sweet.
0: The, uh, you're talking about the tattoo wedding ring here specifically. the
1: tattoo wedding ring,
0: yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I don't know. Child of divorce. I figure people are just going to get divorced and have to get the stupid thing removed.
1: That's fair. I totally uh, get that.
0: I've worked with a guy who, um, who had his his wife's name tattooed in, like, a heart, like, big on his chest. Like, imagine it taking up his whole peck. And then, of course, they had a messy divorce. And then he basically had to just go get it filled in. Like, it was as though someone used the, like, MS Paint paint tool and just filled <laughs> just, it all like, with black. like,
1: a black box over <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, because it was, like, it was too d- big and decorated to really turn into anything. And so it was just like, I don't know. Let's just, he didn't like maybe I can turn this into something bigger. Or something? I, I didn't pry. I, okay. I don't know a lot about how tattoos right. work. But this is what he was doing.
1: Maybe they were booked and he needed to get it off, like, tonight.
0: Pronto. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: We'll see. Well, that's all I have to say about that.
1: Alright. I just think it's a fascinating concept.
0: Uh, Which thing? The, the... I had
1: ju- I just learned about tattoo wedding rings, like, this week.
0: Hmm. Well, what do you think about wedding rings?
1: Oh. Here's my story about wedding rings. So, my parents are together, successfully... Like, they're on year 20-something. Yay! Yay! Yes, you're an adorable old couple. They uh, did it. <laughs> and, um... They got engaged after three months of dating. Wow. Cray cray. Well, I'm telling you, it happens. <laughs> they're like a successful couple. So, it does happen. You don't have to tell me. I'm a product <laughs> of it happening. <laughs> so... um, I guess. Well, Here's, okay. have you done the math? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, you're good. You're 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 in the clear. Yeah, clair?
1: no, they were together, and then they were married a year, and then they had me.
0: Oh, uh, okay. You yeah. said twenty something years, and I was like, wait. Twenty
1: six or something. Twenty five or twenty six. All right, or... you're you're clear. You're clear. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm just saying. A lot it. of
0: times, if it's three months in, and suddenly they're married.
1: Yeah. No, you'd think so, but no, they were just like, well, time to mix responsibility and more responsibility. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess you'll lump it all together, <laughs> well, you ever do the i mean if if you ever sit down and figure out like how old you'll be if when your kid like goes off to college if you're you know you have a kid when you're thirty five or something it's really old i, I mean not like that. crazy old it's not like you're ninety five like changing diapers, but uh
1: well, but you know <laughs> yeah that's easy math. if you have a child when you're ninety five then you'll be ninety five and changing diapers
0: this is true. But, Just if saying. you wait till you're 35, you'll be uh, 50-something by the time you, like, are rid of them.
1: Yeah, that's how old my parents were. So. Fair enough. Eh, they're, they're fine. Happy. Hires me out. I mean, I don't want kids, so I've never done this math.
0: Yeah, I imagine you change your perspective if you have kids and like them. Because you're like, oh, they should stick around. And then you do the that's empty true. nest thing when they leave. But, uh, Does all anybody- I can picture...
1: Does anybody really like their kids? I mean they all love their kids, but do they all like genuinely like their
0: kids? They claim to. I I can't imagine why. I've met their kids and I don't care for them.
1: And they're great people, so I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. They I have don't bad it's taste. <laughs>
0: uh where were we?
1: Uh oh, wedding rings. Here my story about wedding rings. Yes. Anyway. My mom wouldn't marry my dad until he got her a big enough wedding ring. <laughs> because this was her second marriage. That's and she so was old like... school. <laughs> First of all, she's really old school. Second of all, it was her second marriage. And she's like, I need an insurance policy that you're not like a major douchebag. I need you to like put a down payment on this marriage.
0: <laughs> That's smart. I mean, you know, really. She's <laughs> a
1: smart woman.
0: Yeah, when you think about it. <laughs> That's, uh, that's the commitment right there.
1: So, I think that's why wedding rings are awesome and functional and good.
0: So, would you suggest that the tattoo wedding ring, then, is, like, uh, uh, almost putting in, like, the full payment in cash right away? Because it's like, shit, this would be hard to get rid of. You could just return a ring. I mean, you could. It's a hassle, but.
1: Um, no, I think, I think the actual dollar bills say more. (laughs) (laughs) You know, cause a tattoo, whatever. You just say like, "Oh yeah, it's uh, I just accidentally got it on this finger or something." I don't uh, know what. Like you can make up, all- wear gloves for the rest of your life or something.
0: Oh yeah, that that won't make you stick out at all.
1: <laughs> Michael Jackson did it; he was fine. Mickey oh, yeah. Mouse did it. What do you think is under those gloves? <laughs> He's cheating I on I just Minnie. always
0: assumed it because it'd be weird to draw like rat claws on him. <laughs> That's why all those animals wear gloves. It's just because, like, you'd be forced to reckon with the fact that they are animals. They would be improperly anthropomorphized if they weren't Mm. wearing gloves.
1: That's true. Yeah, it's one of the
0: most important tools. Gloves are what separates us from the animals. Um, It's (laughs) part of my uh, taxonomic hierarchy. The glove (laughs) wearers and the non-glove wearers.
1: (laughs) One of the most annoying things, I think, that we do as humans is try and figure out X is what separates us from the animals. It's gloves. It's gloves. Yeah,
0: I already solved it. What do you mean?
1: Uh, the ability to ask Y is what separates us from animals. Laughter is what separates us from animals. Music is what separates... Oh, my God. We're separate species, and that's what separates us. But they're also separate species. It's cool. We're fine.
0: I'm not listening about the gloves. Um, about the laughter, though, have I ever told you the story about the bird we used to have? Uh, the so one you I was a killed? <laughs> well, that's a different story. Um, oh, there's so many bird stories. We had like 26 birds I know. growing up. I yeah. Know. Anyway, <laughs> one of them was uh, a bird creatively named Big Bird, and uh, he was a double yellow-headed Amazon uh, parrot, mm-hmm. so big, big parrot, the kind that like learns to talk and stuff, except we got him too late. You always need to get parrots... Right away. They need to be very young and bond with you because they're just the worst creatures otherwise. Mm. And, of course, we trafficked in getting birds that were not very young and were mean to us and loud.
1: You can't <laughs> get awful. secondhand birds.
0: You can't. It's just, it's not advised. Nah. Stick them in an aviary in a zoo. I don't know. Nah. Um Release them. Yeah, at Telegraph Hill here in San Francisco. Just parrots. Wild parrots. Really? Living free. Yep. Yep. You can see them sometimes. Oh, I've okay. only seen them once or twice. Anyway, uh, so this is, you know, a big bird named big bird and, uh, was sort of the bane of our existence, (laughs) but you take on the pet and here we are, here we are. And, um, the other thing to know about growing up was that, uh, you know, my mom's a single mom and she was off and off working and whatever. And so very young, we just kind of got used to like coming home and like finding the key from underneath the mat or something and going in, uh, and I wasn't there, but my sister was coming home one day. She's the only one there, and for some reason, the key wasn't there, and the door was locked, but this had happened many times before, and so we were experts at breaking into our own house. We knew all the different ways in, Um, and they were all just not accessible for one reason or another that day. I don't know why, and so finally, she goes out to the garage, gets a ladder, leans it against the house, and climbs up to the second-story window, and she's been at this for, like, you know, 45 minutes already, just trying to find all the various ways in. And so, she, in a bit of desperation, she puts it against a second-story window and goes to just sort of try to jimmy the window open. And it's unlocked, thankfully, but she slides it up, and Big Bird's cage is right there. And it was a huge cage. This is not something she's going to be able to move. And so, it was just like there. And <clears throat> the thing about this bird is we never really taught it anything to say. It just sort of came with phrases. And one of its phrases (laughs) was a maniacal laughter. And so she's there and the bird is going. (laughs) And she's just like, she just broke down and like sat on the lawn for two more hours until my mom came home. She's like,
1: I hate big bird.
0: I mean, it was the summer, so it was fine. It wasn't like she was freezing, but.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So laughter is not what separates us from the animals. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know. Uh, so, so you would you would just sort of say, "You're you're sick of all this taxonomic debate." That's what yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. You're just but you. I, <laughs> I do appreciate the gloves thing.
0: Yeah, it's important. That's important. Although dogs wear booties, which is adorable in the snow. Oh,
1: little or kitties sometimes. And then when they try to walk around, it's the funniest thing ever. And they put, they like pull their paws up so far because they're like, what is this? I can't unstep it. (laughs) It's like goo
0: that I can't get off. (laughs) We have, um, we have here at the apartment, a a adorable boxer pit mix who, uh, really will just put up with wearing anything. It's great. You just put a scarf on her. That's awesome. Uh, I have a picture of her for some reason wearing um, reindeer antlers and a necktie, and it's the best picture.
1: <laughs> That's great.
0: I will. Uh, I'll try to send that on to you.
1: <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled.
0: Yeah, are we doing a show? What's happening?
1: Uh, I said everything I ever have thought about tattoo rings in the past week.
0: <laughs> you built up the. You built up the the stock. And then uh, that was it. Yeah. and Just then Let, that was let it. the floodgates out. Yes. Well, it was a, it was a hell of a ride.
1: <laughs> it sure was.
0: Well, okay. let me ask you about um, about wedding rings and, and, and engagement rings from a personal perspective. Do you okay. do you share the sort of the opinion of, of your mother that, uh, you know, if you like it, you should put a ring on it and it better be a big ring?
1: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I kind of... You know? I like her style. I like the unapologetic, like, materialism. <laughs> you know? It's like... It's functional, logical they... materialism. <laughs> I... It fully there a acknowledges... certain beauty there. <laughs> it fully acknowledges that this is the society that Americans live in, and I'm going to use it to make sure that you're committed to me.
0: <laughs> mm. I think maybe even it goes a little deeper than that. It's not just this is the society we live in. It's not, you know... Uh, uh... I mean, I feel like subconsciously you're abstracting into uh, the value domain, so to speak. You're you're being the fabled homo economicus, um, where, you know, people are sort of rationally self-interested. Mm-hmm. And, and so you've abstracted all this into just like, what will make me have the best life? Yeah. No, I like this pitch. And yeah. I think you could convince any, uh, uh, well... The kind of guy you ser- you seem to be attracted to. I think yeah. you can convince them uh, using graphs and economic arguments that they need to buy you a big <laughs> ass ring.
1: Fortunately, I don't need to because I'm sassy enough, and also the dudes I date are usually like into sassy ladies like me, <laughs> or they have to be to make it that long. Well, otherwise it's just I a mean, slog for them. S-
0: Self fulfilling prophecy.
1: <laughs> um. No, uh. Yeah, if you date a guy who like gets down if you're sassy to him, then oh man, he falls off pretty quick. Cause he's like, "Why are you mad at me? I'm not mad. I'm just bored." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've learned so
0: much about you here. I
1: know. I'm actually a horrible person. Fun fact.
0: Well, we knew that, but like, I, I'm I'm really starting to sense the texture and the the sort of topography of your horribleness.
1: <laughs> oh, and that's man. really special. Memoir chapter. <laughs>
0: We'll make this. Uh. Uh. We'll. We'll drop this in as notes. Uh. For you to work from when you write your memoir. <laughs>
1: Great. Looking forward would, to it. Would you write a memoir? Uh. I don't know. I, I don't know yet.
0: <laughs> hmm. What. What. What would make you write one?
1: If something interesting enough happened to me.
0: Interesting. So no. you wouldn't. You wouldn't classify your own. You living your own life as interesting enough.
1: To no. you. No. No. I. I wouldn't. I think it's fascinating to me. Sure I think everybody else is doing the same thing too, and they don't need more of the same. well,
0: that's fine. No one says it has to get published
1: uh yeah, but the publisher like, gets to decide. Eh, i don't know i I would rather um you know me I'd rather write fantasy or science fiction or something
0: that's fair but uh uh I mean I guess I'm just coming from a um i don't know something from your for for your descendants and uh also a way of sort of rationalizing your own life you know what i mean like some people like to get uh sort of a picture of what's happened by the time they're 80 they like to sort of sit down and 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 look back and go like all right not bad um well,
1: maybe maybe i will change my mind but as it stands today i do not want to write a memoir i assume that you do
0: uh no no well, i i i, I what I get to, I get to ask questions that I don't necessarily uh, okay. <laughs> agree with.
1: But then you try and convince me; it's very confusing for me. What
0: I'm? Uh, this is why I'm a pro interviewer. <laughs> um. Mm. Hmm. Mm.
1: No, mm. you're right. You're right, Tim. Yeah. You're right. Always,
0: hundred percent, and always. I gotta give that to you. When I'm playing devil's advocate.
1: I roll.
0: All right. What did we learn today? Are we This is the end of a show? I feel like it might be.
1: I think it yeah, I think it All needs right. to be. <laughs>
0: Tell me 3 lessons you learned.
1: Okay. Uh step 1. Tim is always lying when he's trying to convince you of something.
0: <laughs> um well, no, it's it's more like I always lie. You can't say Tim always lies because there has to be a built-in paradox, right? It so doesn't I have can say I always lie. I think lie.
1: this is more Tim lying.
0: Hard to say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Um, step two. I've decided I don't like tattoo rings. Okay. This conversation has helped me reach that conclusion because I'd rather you just spend a bunch of money on me. <laughs>
0: Fellas, take note.
1: Take note. Interested parties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now accepting applications.
1: Grant always gets really mad when <laughs> when I flirt with our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but he's
0: one of our listeners. It's the only I time hope. he gets jealous. Maybe.
1: He is. He is.
0: <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. Hi Grant. Hey Grant. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our only listener. Um I've got to pull back on those only listener jokes. There's at least 5 listeners. Um
1: Sometimes Jim listens. Hi Jim. Hey. Who's Jim? Jim is uh he's my DM.
0: DM. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was a it was a office work thing and I was like, "Wait, is that a No. Wait.
1: No. <laughs> would be great Oh, Wouldn't actually, be great if, hmm? some t- I got two people at work to listen to the Citizen Kane episode. Oh, that's nice. Totally independently.
0: Stepping it through. Yeah. I would like to suggest that it would be great if uh, a Dungeon Master was a title you could have in an office. Okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe at a
1: startup where instead of uh, a goddamn ping pong table, they have like a dungeon and some dragons, stupid thing. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> mad at internet startups right now. <laughs>
0: Well let's save that for another time. I think and, we need uh, to. Yeah. We'll see you next week. That's Catherine Cogit over there.
1: And Tim Dobbs over here
0: on the Doom to Fail podcast.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>